not to freak people out, but anybody can pretend to be anyone for at least 90 days. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Becoming the One podcast. You already know it is your girl, Sloane Crawford. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. And here we are on the Becoming the One podcast, where we, our focus is on finding the one for the one. Okay, so you guys, as you all know, as I've said before, I've been kind of passively dating. You know, there's active dating and then there's passive dating. And me, myself, I have definitely been in the passive area. But guys, I am ready to put myself out there. I think that it's time for me to make a change. If I want a different outcome, I have to switch it up. And hopefully you guys are right along with me. We are here, we are becoming, and we are ready. And so because of that, we have brought a guest on today who is going to show us what it means to actively date, to put ourselves out there, all right, to be confident, because we keep talking about confidence is key, being confident in our dating process, guys. I am so excited to invite someone into our space onto the Becoming the One podcast to talk to us. And everyone, give a welcome and warm round of applause for Miss Kate Warman. Hey, girl. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. What's up, girl? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Oh, my gosh, guys. If you are a part of TOU, you already know what's about to go down. It's about to get serious up in here, but playful too at the same time. <laughs> serious and saucy girl. That's what I want to yes. say. We're getting serious yes. and saucy. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So for those of you who do not know who Kate Warman is, Kate Warman is like a dating guru. She loves Jesus and she is not afraid. One of her phrases is to drop that hanky. <laughs> she's not afraid to put herself out there. And she's definitely not afraid to date God's way. And I'm so excited to have her here, guys, because as you guys all know, I've been passively dating, but I'm ready to start to put myself out there. And I think that Kate is going to be able to show us. Kate, talk to us a little bit about yourself and your expertise. Oh, thanks, Sloan. Well, I'm so happy to be here. And I love that you're ready to get active in your dating life. And we're going to talk all about that today. Uh, So I'm Kate Borman, as Sloan so kindly said, and I live in Southern California. I'm a single woman. I like to say that up front, not because that defines me in any way, but that it's important for you guys to know. I like to say that because I want you to know that I'm walking in the boat right alongside of you. And I get what it's like to date in 2021. I get what it's like to be ghosted, to go online, to have to deal with the swipe rights and swipe lefts, to have to share vulnerably how I'm feeling to somebody, to get broken up with. Uh, side note, I got broken up with some, at some point in 2020, I went through a COVID relationship. We'll probably talk about that at some point, but I just say <laughs> yeah. the single woman parts, so you know, that I'm really walking alongside of you in this journey. So none of your frustrations, pains, awkwardness, any of that is lost on me. I am a dating coach and I run a podcast called The Heart of Dating, which is pretty much the bread and butter of what we do at Heart of Dating. And I get such joy. I've had 
Pastor Jamal on the podcast before. We're really good friends. Love yes. him and love being able to partner with you guys in TOU. But yeah, we release a podcast weekly on Wednesdays. And then outside of the podcast, we are really active on social media. We love building community over there. So we have people on Instagram, at Kateness, at Heart of Dating. We also have a big Facebook group for singles to meet and connect with um, on facebook.com forward slash heart of dating. And then again, to the community point in COVID, we started hosting virtual conferences. And so we've had thousands upon thousands of people from all over the world come and join our conferences. And so that's something that we are continuing to offer. And then the last thing we do as well as we have a dating program called Drop the Hanky, which at some point I'm sure I'll tell you more about what dropping the hanky is and throw in some ideas about my platform too. But that's me. That's what I do. And I love getting to walk alongside you guys um, in the space that can feel very confusing at times. Yes, yes, Kate. I'm so happy that you just let us know right out of the bat that you are single as well. And I think that is such a great place to start because, I mean, a lot of people, we get on here, we get on the podcast, you know, we have guests come in, they talk to us. And sometimes, you know, we're like, okay, yeah, you, you're married. <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. After this podcast is over, you know, you're going back to, you know, hug on your wife or your husband. And I have to think about, you know, everything that you said. But I love the fact that you understand Mm. what it is right now in this present and current climate. You even said that you were in a, you know, you had a COVID relationship. Yeah, girl. <laughs> no, and listen, not a lot of people know what that's like because <laughs> this is like a rare situation that we've been in yes. in the world. <laughs> and so, you know, as much as people can speak to uh, speak to dating during their time, it's a different situation these days. So can you talk to us a little bit about dating now? for you and and just a little bit about kind of what what's so great about or your take on online dating and how that's kind of been beneficial in today's climate. Yeah, I think that COVID was something obviously none of us expected, but there's two ways that you can approach it. Uh you can say, well, my dating life is doomed and I guess I'm never going to meet anybody ever. Uh or you can say, all right, this really sucks. This is really hard, but how can I maybe put myself out in a new, put myself out there in a new way? If mm-hmm. I've never tried online dating before or digital social media dating, what would it look like to work past some of the mindsets that I've had about those things and potentially step into that in this new era of dating? Because let's face it, online dating, social media dating is the way to connect because of COVID. Um, in fact, there's some stats that say that over 80% of people met through met online in 2020, Mm -hmm. because basically that was the way to meet people. Um, Virtual dates, Zoom dates, FaceTimes, all started from either a dating app or social media dating for the most part in 2020. And so for me, I it's really opened my eyes to how I've dated in a new way, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to online dating and digital dating. And then it also once you actually are dating, it really challenged people to a few things consider long distance dating because they may have met someone virtually and then realize that person 
wasn't where they lived or they had to socially distance. So what does it look like to connect in ways that include long distance dating? And I know Pastor Jamal and Natasha really understand long distance dating as well. Um, But then not only long distance dating, but also what does it look like to be creative in how you're intentionally dating someone from a distance or virtually basically. Uh, So I did have a boyfriend last year and it was interesting to kind of figure out How are we going to connect when we can't go out and actually do things? So it challenged a lot of the normal dating processes where, you know, a guy might say, let's go to dinner. Well, you can't really go to dinner when literally nothing is open, no restaurants Mm -hmm. to go to. So it really challenged how we connected. We started doing book studies together. We started doing theme nights together, just totally different ideas because you couldn't do the normal things that you would do in dating. So there's so much that COVID has changed, but I also think it's challenged us to think of dating in a new way. And again, Mm -hmm. you can be stuck in the mindset of, well, COVID happened, my dating life is doomed, or you can say COVID happened, what opportunity can I seek to date here in a brand new way? Yeah, those are some really great points. And something also that I might add and I've noticed is that dating now is very different. Well, it's made me feel I can I can say from my own experience, it has actually made me feel like, all right, girl, you know, (laughs) it's okay to be bold. You're going to have to, you know, Mm. be confident and show that confidence and something that I know a lot of people have asked. Um. NTOU and just even people that are in my in my circle, they've asked, like, is it okay for a woman to show interest? And what is doing too much? And is there such a thing as doing too much in the dating scene? Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, I would say right now, the opera, what I see most people struggle with is less that they're doing too much and more that they're they're just like, not shaking things up. What I number Mm -hmm. one thing I see is that People are saying dating sucks. I can't meet anyone. There's no good guys or girls out there. And they've Mm -hmm. only tried one avenue to date or they've only put themselves out there in one way or one time even. So my thing is try a lot more. Like we really need, if dating is on your heart, if you do want to be married, the avenue to do that is dating. If you want a brand new job, you're not just going to apply to one job, one type of job Mm -hmm. and one uh, employer you're going to apply to a bunch of employers. And if that isn't working, you're going to expand your net to try to apply to other people, right? So, and and I wouldn't say that, oh, one employer said you apply to one employer, one job, one employer, and they say no, and therefore you give up on getting a job. No, that's not what people Mm -hmm. do, yo. Like they, 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 you don't get accepted for that job. So you you pick up your bootstraps and you continue on and you get creative. Okay, well, do I have to update my resume? Are there new ways? Are there new re- is there new ways I should be putting myself out there? Is there things I should be researching? What do I have to potentially change here to get myself to stand out more to an employer? Like mm-hmm. these are the things we should be doing in dating. So I would say the issue is less that people are doing too much and really that they're not doing anything to shake things up and change directions. And I think that we we should just be we should be more mindful that God can bless a multitude of ways of how people meet. Nobody's story looks the same. Almost every person that you meet and are that are married today, if you ask them, is this how you thought you would meet this person? Or is, or is this the person you thought you'd marry? Most of them are like, no, like I had no 
inclination that this is the kind of person I would marry or that I would even meet them in the way that I did. So just goes to show you really put yourself out there and shake things up and you'll be so hopefully pleasantly surprised as long as you have an open mindset of what God can do. Awesome. Yeah. So speaking of shaking things up, let's, let's take myself for instance. So currently, right. (laughs) Yeah. Let's just take you for instance. (laughs) Okay. Let's do it. You'll be the example. Yes. Yes. I'll be the example. So currently right now, I would like to think my Instagram is pretty (laughs) popping and I would like to think, I would like to think. And Mm -hmm. also like, so I'm current, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. Um, and my friends, I've, you know, left, I, they know what I'm interested in, you know, my likes and my, you know, dislikes or so forth. And, um, I've let them know like, Hey, if you, I'm open to them introducing me to someone that they think would be great for me, but what are some other ways that I can spice things up and, um, put myself out there? Okay. So First of all, well, for you, have you done social media dating? Have you dropped the hanky online via social media? So I have definitely, I definitely have, you know, sparked conversations with yeah. guys that I think are cute. And I've uh-huh. been watching them for a while and kind of like seeing what their interests are. Um, but I've never like flat out just went into the DMs and was like, hey, I think you're cute. Let's kick it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So so I'm wondering, like, am I dropping the hanky by just saying, hey, oh, that's really funny? Or. Okay. I think here's what I would suggest for this process. Uh And again, I think that there's no one way to do this, but let me give you, I think we all are trying to like go out there and we don't really know what we're doing. So we, we need some sort of guidelines and some Mm -hmm. pathway to like at least practice. Right. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is I would say. Let me back it up for a second. Who are the mm-hmm. people you're reaching out to and and on social media? And I think a great gauge of who you're going to reach out to, I don't think you need to know the person explicitly, uh-huh. um, but I think that a great gauge of figuring out who you want to drop the hanky to on a social media app, for example, let's take Instagram, is mm-hmm. let's say go to uh, Jamal Miller's followers and see who is following Jamal Miller and look through his followers because here's the deal. If someone who's following Jamal is like interested in the kind of content that Jamal is putting out there, mm-hmm. another great, you know, profile would be hard of dating, obviously, because we have a lot of yeah. dating advice. So you're going to be pretty guaranteed that a person following the heart of dating account on Instagram is somebody serious about Mm -hmm. working on their dating life in some capacity, right? So you go through some of their followers and you start acceptably stalking. I think there's a version (laughs) of acceptably stalking, you know, and what I mean by this is you're not going back to 2011, roughly Mm -hmm. around the time when Instagram started and finding out every single thing to know about this person. We don't need Mm. to know that. Okay. You just want to go like scroll through their profile one to two scrolls and be like, wow, look at a handful of photos. And like, this seems like an interesting person. I want you to also challenge yourself. Are you interested in this person more than just the physical, you know, because oftentimes we look at someone's pictures and we're like, Ooh, that's the hot boy from church. And I want to reach out to him. And I'm like, Yeah, but what else? What else is there? I mean, I'm not mad that you're physically attracted to the person, but read their captions. Look at the Mm -hmm. kinds of photos they're posting. Are they interested in travel? Do you like travel? Do they love God? Are they Mm -hmm. showing their vulnerability? What is drawing you in? Do they love the arts and you happen to love the arts? Or 
Are they a poet? And you're like, wow, that's so cool. I've never met a poet. Like, what is it that's drawing you into this person about their page that's more than just like what they look like or that they have fly style or something like that, right? So mm -hmm. considering that, consider that before you reach out to someone, look through a profile of somebody who's legitimate and look at their followers, okay? Heart yeah. of dating. Jamal Miller, just throwing out some examples. You find, so now let's say you find someone you're like, all right, this is somebody who is interesting to me. And okay. I potentially want to like reach out to them, drop the hanky. This yes. is what I would say you do. Okay. Mm -hmm. On social media, like Instagram, first of all, you're going to like just a handful of their photos. Again, I'm not meaning to go back to like <laughs> 2011. All right. Yeah. No, no, no. A handful of recent photos, maybe two to three recent photos. Gotcha. Then I would see, do they ever post on Insta stories? If they happen to have some Insta stories, you, I would comment on one of their Insta stories. So you get like already in the DMs that way. Okay, and, cool. And then Random. you see if they respond <laughs> to that or not. Maybe they're just going to like your message or maybe they'll actually engage with you. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Either way. Even if they just like your message, you know, with a little heart tap. Okay, fine. Hey, now mm -hmm. they at least know you exist. You followed them. You liked a few photos. You commented on an Insta story. You're in a very good position to now start a dialogue with them. This person is like, wow, who is this? You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So then the next step, the final step is probably what you were missing, Sloan. And this is where I would say, this is what you do next is <laughs> okay. you just slide on in there and say, hey, I know we don't know each other, but I noticed that you follow uh, Jamal Miller and I love the content he's putting out there. Um, I'm a part of TOU or whatever, so, uh -huh. some point of commonality. And I just wanted to comment that I saw that you posted this photo with this caption that was so vulnerable or that shared about your story. And I just want to say, I really value that. And I thought it was so brave and courageous of you to post that photo and that caption. And mm -hmm. I just find you to be such an interesting person. I would, I would love to talk with you more. What do you think about yes. that? I Boom. Love it. <laughs> that's it, girl. That was a very that's specific you... example, but that's what I would say you do. Do you guys hear? Okay. So first of all, definitely taking notes. Um, <laughs> This is like the step-by-step -step play that Kate <laughs> just gave us. And quite honestly, I feel like it was extremely classy <laughs> and it was a class act and I love it. I love it. I definitely have some curiosities. So, so say Kate, say I do all of these things and everything goes well, right? So mm. we're hanging out and things like that. Now, when I'm like on dates and things like that, and I did drop the hanky, how do I gauge a person's interest and allow for the guy to take lead? Right. So let's say you're in the DMs, you're starting mm -hmm. to talk back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, you really want to, you've opened the door, dropping the hanky as from the female side is opening the door and seeing if he walks through the door, right? It's throwing him a bone and seeing if he picks up the bone, okay? And so you're there to show him, I'm interested in getting to know you, but then it's his turn to really ask you on that date and plan that date. Now, if it's a guy listening and he's dropping the hanky, dude, you can totally do the same exact process I just said, but my advice for you as a man 
would be to end that DM with like, hey, you seem really interesting. I'm curious to learn more about you. Can I take you on a virtual date? Can we get over? A, would you be comfortable ever getting on the phone sometime and getting to know one another? Like making it very clear and explicit that you want to get to know this person. All right. So that's yeah. like the kind of the first initial thing. Gauging interest past that, let's say you get on a phone call, you go on a virtual date, or you meet this person. Um, I, I always lead with vulnerability on my end. So at the end of a date, if I genuinely enjoyed the date as a woman, I will say in my feminine energy, which I believe this is, I would say, wow, I just want to thank you so much for such a wonderful evening. It was really great getting to know you and hearing your heart behind, you know, the way you grew up or answering these questions. And I would, I would love to continue getting to know you. Uh, so I would throw it out there again and see again what he does with it. That's it. You're not saying I want to go on another date. I'm going like, let's go on another date. You're just telling him that you're interested and you'd be curious to continue forward. I think a lot of times as women, we're just waiting for the guy to share all of his feelings. And um, sometimes I think the best policy is to just lead with your own vulnerability and, and yeah. watch how they respond with the vulnerability. Of course, you want them to also equally be vulnerable back. Um, and I really do believe that by leading with vulnerability and giving the guys an, an open door, you're not taking charge. You're just being honest and true to what your heart is feeling. And then you're seeing, will that guy walk through the door, the open door that you're giving him? Does that make sense, Sloan? That makes total sense. So I'm interested, Kate, how does one guard their heart in the midst of dating? Um, would you say? Man, what a great question. I think uh, there's a few elements to this. I think the first part is um, to know what your tendencies are in dating relationships. Are you a vault or are and you very slowly open yourself up to people or you're very hard to, to connect to somebody? Or are you somebody that is like an open book and you instantly, you're like a hopeless romantic, you love love and like the first sign of somebody potential, you want to attach yourself to them. First mm -hmm. things first is you need to know where do you land on that spectrum? Are you a vault? Are you an open book that easily attaches? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah. where do you where do you land? Because it's important to know how to guard your heart in both of those scenarios. Um, <clears throat> for somebody, I'm just going to quickly walk through both of those scenarios. Um, yeah. if, if you are a vault of a person, there's probably some trust issues that you've had through time or somebody's really broken your trust, which means that you've just learned to really keep things sacred and close to your chest, that you are really, really careful with the things that you let people in on. And that's understandable. I would also encourage you to challenge yourself to be vulnerable in the beginning. Um, as much like challenge yourself to be more vulnerable, but also within that vulnerability, don't share every single thing. If you are a person that is like a vault, you know, you're not going to then go from like zero to 60 to go from, I never share anything to now suddenly I shared everything with somebody because that will feel really exposing and that's not guarding mm -hmm. your heart, but challenge yourself to open up. I like to see vulnerability like the layers of an onion. So you need to know what are the things that you are willing to be vulnerable on the outer layers of the onion. 
And that's mm-hmm. what you're going to talk about in the beginning stages of dating. What are the things in the middle layers of the onion? And that's going to be when you're really exclusively or more seriously dating that person. And then as yeah. you move towards marriage, what are the things at the core that you should share with this person before you decide to get engaged with them? But vulnerability really is like that onion. And so you need to know as an individual, what it, what are the things that um, land in those different vulnerability layers? Uh, mm-hmm. Now, conversely, for the person that just immediately jumps into relationships and sees a potential person is like, I can see this person as my future spouse and let's be in a relationship tomorrow. (laughs) This is great. I would say for you, it's probably a good test to go a little bit slower with the person to to say, okay, how do I pace myself here? What does it look like to not text them all day, every day, or to see them five times in a week? Like what you really want to do is see somebody's character stand the test of time. I see most relationships fail because people rush into them, but I don't Mm -hmm. really see as many relationships fail when they just take their time to really know one another. There's a great book out there called How to Avoid Falling in Love with a Jerk. It's by John Van Epp. I love the book. I love the title. I love the title. Yeah, hello. (laughs) And it goes both ways. It's also a book for guys, How to Avoid Mm -hmm. Falling in Love with a Jerkette. Jerk doesn't just mean guy. But Mm -hmm. uh, what I love about it, and he says it here, is like, not to freak people out, but anybody can pretend to be anyone for at least 90 days. Representative. Yes. (laughs) And so when we are like so quick to jump in and commit before that 90 days, I would just offer some cautionary flags. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, dating isn't linear. There's not one way to do it. But I would Mm -hmm. say if you're a person that is a hopeless romantic, you easily attach yourself to somebody or to the idea of a person, you want to challenge yourself to be more cautious to know, okay, let me reel back some of my vulnerability. Let me not hang out with this person all day, every day, even if Mm -hmm. I'm feeling all the feels, what does it look like to pace myself out and even just give yourself 90 days at the very minimum to get to know someone without truly committing to them? I would challenge you on that. So those are kind of two different people, the vault person, the open book, hopeless romantic person. There are so many variants in between, but I would say, you know, those are two, those are kind of two different ways to approach how to guard your heart in dating. I love it. And I love that you gave us two separate people because you're letting everyone right now know like, okay, let's, let's prep ourselves in this. Let's Mm -hmm. walk through this knowing Like, this is what my tendencies are. And I think that's so good because it kind of, it it's okay if that is you. And now it's, what are you going to do about it? You know, how are you going to set yourself up for success in this dating world? Speaking of that, of us, you know, gearing our minds towards actively dating and setting ourselves up for success. I know that we talked about social media and things like that, but one thing we didn't talk about is dating apps. Kate, I'm not yes. on any dating app. What, girl? Okay. I know. <laughs> and I have some girlfriends. I know. Okay. I literally have some girlfriends that were, they literally signed up for dating apps, but I wanted to wait till I had a conversation with you um, before <laughs> I, you know, go ahead and put my information in the thing because I want to know from, Um, You know, you've been on dating apps, you kind of walk people through that process and things like that. So let's talk about dating apps. What dating apps would you recommend? 
I love this. And so here's the thing. There's, there are so many different dating apps out there. And I wouldn't say there's one dating app to just avoid entirely. I would say find mm-hmm. dating apps that are right for you and mm-hmm. try a bunch of them out. Now, maybe don't get on 10 tonight. Okay. Pick two to three, <laughs> yeah. Like, but pick two to three to start with and then mm-hmm. and keep an open mind and try different ones at, that fit you. So a great dating app that I like is Bumble. That is okay. where the woman reaches out to the guy. And I like okay. Bumble. I, but for mm-hmm. some women, they don't want to do that. They would la- rather that the guy reach out first. Okay. So you might try Bumble and you're like, you know, I don't mind this, but I would prefer for the guy to reach out first. All right. In that case, maybe you're going to try a different dating app, but I still would recommend trying Bumble. See how you like it. Another mm-hmm. dating app I really enjoy is Hinge. The main reason I love Hinge right now is because I feel like in most cities that I've been to um, over the last few years, there's good quality, for the most part, quality people on Hinge. You're going to get a mixed bag, of course. It's not a a fully Christian app by any means, but there's some good people on that, almost to the point of a little bit awkward because for me in LA, I have dated a lot and I see a lot of my exes on the app. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, why, hello there. There's my ex. (laughs) What's up? Give them that swipe right. But I love Hinge. I also, I love their um, current marketing there. They had a really awesome marketing scheme this last year that is talking about the dating app that's meant to be deleted. And Mm -hmm. I love that. I've seen that. Yeah. So they're doing a really good job at really emphasizing that they're not a hookup culture app. They want to steward real and true long-term marriage relationships through their app. So I love that the dating app that's meant to be deleted. So good. Um, I also, for a Christian dating app, I love the app Upward. It's a newer app, but they actually, yes. And -hmm. what's great about Upward is they're owned by Match Group, which is match.com. And um, yeah, and so you can can bet that they're a newer app, but they're they're really well supported by the Mm -hmm. Match community, which is incredible. And they're really focusing on Christians and and really stewarding the Christian dating community, which is amazing because um, being that they're owned by Match, they have incredible people on their team, incredible resources, incredible technology capabilities. I've connected with them several times because I'm just grateful that there's people who want to step into the Christian dating world, right? And do an app Mm -hmm. specifically for Christians. So I really like Upward. There's another app out there called The League. This one feels a little more exclusive. You have to like Mm. basically apply to get on the app Mm -hmm. and then they only send you a certain amount of people per day. It's kind of a thing. So it's interesting. Sometimes people may complain that it's a little exclusive, but I like, I like the app. I've used that app as well. Then you can, of course, pay for different services like eHarmony and Match.com. Those are Mm -hmm. great dating apps. I almost would say they're more like a virtual dating matchmaker. You're going to pay for some of these apps and you're going to get more options if you go with something like Match.com and eHarmony. So I I basically just listed, what, five, six different apps? And there's so many others out there as well. But those would be a few ones to consider to start with. I love it. And I'm definitely, I've heard of some of those. I'm really excited. And so let's talk about building profiles and what that yes. kind of looks like. Um, what should I be vocalizing on my dating apps and what type of pictures, you know, what should I be be sharing with people? Yeah. So you want to see your dating app profile as 
kind in a sense your virtual resume like I want to put mm -hmm. out there the best of who I am while also being authentic to who I am so on your resume you're not going to fake that you had a 4.0 GPA if you didn't have mm -hmm. a 4.0 GPA but certainly if you had a 4.0 GPA you're going to put that because that's something that you should be proud of you know mm -hmm. so you're not going to fake things and and make it seem that you're somebody that you're not but you also do want to put the best foot out there about who you are um so i would say think about that when you're you're creating your dating profile and within that you also want to show different elements of your personality back to the resume comment you know if yes. you are both on a resume you're going to put your schooling your different employers you're also potentially going to put like service things that you've done or passions that you have outside of just work because that shows the employer that you are a well-rounded person that has passions and interests that span mm -hmm. more than just the job right and so right. you want to think about that what are you putting on your dating profile Profile, does it represent you? Do your mm -hmm. photos represent your personality? Does do your photos represent the things you're interested in? Do the words you're putting on the profile represent your personality, your values, the things you're interested in? Uh, so you really, really, really want to think about that. And also to that point, yes, I want you to be clear about what you're interested in. And I don't want you to make your profile so stale that it's yeah. like uh, <laughs> that nobody finds you to be a fun like person because nobody wants yeah. to think that you are just there trying to size up your future husband guys mm -hmm. will be intimidated by that right they want to be like man this looks like a wonderful woman who knows who she is who is confident and she kind of looks fun and has interesting mm -hmm. interests and that makes me intrigued and curious to learn more versus like putting on my profile I'm looking for my Boaz he has to have ah! these five qualities <laughs> Like, dude, let's just, I oh mean, most gosh. guys reading that are going to be like, oh my gosh, what? Like there, yeah. you may be looking for a quality man. That's true. But don't mm -hmm. be putting it out there so much so that you're like, I'm looking for my Boaz and only message me if you have these five qualities, if you make six figures and if you blah, 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 blah. And yeah. I've seen people that have profiles like this and guys are like, are you kidding me? No. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, so you want to be real about who you are, show your personality and also in inviting. I think the phrase I would use overall is you want to captivate curiosity. You want to mm -hmm. make somebody say like, oh, that's interesting. This person stands mm -hmm. out to me. I want to message them because I want to find more, find out more about insert whatever here, you know? So at the mm -hmm. end of the day, be real to who you are and also captivate curiosity in the creation of your profile very 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 cool and something i will be doing <laughs> i'm really <laughs> i'm really excited yeah i'm really excited to kind of put myself out there and so with putting myself out there um and me and my girlfriends all have kind of had this question and we've been trying to figure it out um but so say you know you're matched or you're talking to one person and someone else comes along and you're talking to them how are we supposed to navigate, you know, should we only talk to one person at a time? Um, should we <laughs> let them know that we're talking to someone else? Um, should we, you know, it's just like the dating world is like, okay, I like you and everything's good, but we're not in a committed relationship yet, maybe. And so <laughs> can we, 
we just need answers. <laughs> yes. Okay. So this is a great question and I will answer it incredibly honestly because this year in 2021, this is a concept I personally put to the test. So mm -hmm. a lot of people believe, a lot of Christians believe that you cannot date with integrity if you're talking to more than one person at a time. Mm -hmm. I would say that is false. I believe mm -hmm. you can date with integrity and talk to more than one person up to a certain point. Okay. okay. And so for me, I challenged myself in 2021 that for three months I was going to date non-exclusively. And mm -hmm. the way this looked was I was actively in I I was actively dating and mm -hmm. I was asked out and, or I dropped the hanky on guys, whatever, however method it happened. And yeah. I would go on a date with a guy and mm -hmm. I would be present with that specific guy and mm -hmm. seeking to be curious about him, not thinking about anybody else or all my other options, but I just yes. be present with this guy, see and notice like how I was feeling. If they, I was genuinely curious about him. And if it went well, I would tell him like, hey, I, I really enjoyed this and I'd be interested in continuing to get to know you. And then I would also say, and I want you to know um, just where I'm at in my dating life right now. I am in a season of not dating exclusively. So I am open to dating other people right mm -hmm. now in this moment. And I want to be clear with you about the clear to you about that upfront. Now. The thing about this, so then I would go on a date with another guy, not the same day. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. But I, I, I was going out with more than one person during this specific season, but I was yeah. very clear with every single person that I ever went out with. And I made sure that I gave, I was balancing that. So if I was going out on a date with somebody or talking with somebody, I wasn't talking to them all day, every day. I wasn't, mm -hmm. um, thinking about or texting another guy while I was with the current person that I was on a date with, you know, I was really being present with the current person I was dating. The other part of this is it's to a point. That's very important. You're not going to be doing this forever. But what I yeah. want to insert here is the concept of, um, a fifth stage of dating. Okay. Yes. So normally we see dating as single dating, engaged, married. And mm -hmm. I actually want to insert this fifth stage. Okay. So I right. right in the middle, we're going to say that it's, we're single, then we're dating, then we're in a relationship, then we're engaged, and then we get to marriage. So Gosh. the reason why I want to insert that relationship stage is because oftentimes people blend dating and relationship as the same. I believe mm -hmm. that dating, meaning I'm going out on dates and getting to know someone is for the purpose of figuring out if I genuinely want to commit to this person in a serious way. And that serious relationship is then leading me to decide if I want to get engaged to that person. But what often happens is we take dating and relationship and we blend them together. And therefore, nobody knows when you're in a relationship. Like literally, it's like you can go on one date and then suddenly be in a relationship. And I mm -hmm. just don't believe that's very healthy. You don't really know this person yet. No. <laughs> um, so I believe that you can. we can use the stage of dating to be clear and also figure out Hey, by spending a little bit of time with this person, do I want to commit to seriously dating this person and move towards engagement? 
So that's what I believe we should be doing in dating. Date to figure out if you want to actually be in a relationship, a committed relationship with that person. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> like you just really, I feel like at this point, if I didn't know how to do it, I know how to do it now. <laughs> Because we've, guys, we've literally gone through so many different things. We've talked about how to drop the hanky on social media platforms. We've talked about um, dating apps. We've talked about the different type of personalities. Um, if you're someone that's an open book or if you're a closed vault and how to mm. navigate through dating in that way. We've literally gone over so many different scenarios and in, in even including um, actively dating and including us going out there and dating different people um, at particular point in the dating stage and also adding relationship to the dating stage. So now we have five stages, guys. <laughs> I feel We feel confident. I'm feeling confident, Kate. And I'm so grateful that you came and you <laughs> talked to us about this today. And I think, guys, I think we're ready to do it, to start our dating apps. I think we're ready. Let's do it. Yes. You do yes. It. Yes. So thank you so much, Kate, for coming on here with us today. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. And where can people find you? Yeah, Sloan, this is so fun. The last thing I just want to add is like, mm -hmm. hey, guys, there is no one size fit all process to this. If some of the things you heard that I said today really challenged you, you know, first mm -hmm. of all, that's good. It's good to feel challenged and yes. not not everything will work for everybody. So yes, challenge yourself in some ways. But for example, if the dating more than one person or talking to more than one person that's dating phase doesn't feel good to you. Or if you find that you don't know how to separate your heart's connection um, and be present with each person you're dating, then maybe ease your way into that or maybe don't do that. So I just want to throw that out there because I'm not mm -hmm. saying that all the advice is should be exactly taken for everything I said, you know, like it, yeah. Definitely challenge yourself and also do what will work also for you, knowing your unique DNA. Um, okay, so that being said, that last caveat, yes. I'd love to connect with you guys over on Instagram. I'm at Kateness at Heart of Dating. We have mm -hmm. a podcast, Heart of Dating. My book, Thank You for Rejecting Me, is out right now. That will help you with all the different things you might fear when it comes to rejection, which we touched on a very little bit today. Um, and yeah, we have events every year. We have one coming up in the fall that we'd, we'd love to have you guys at. <laughs> awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much for being with us. As always, you guys can go ahead and comment, subscribe to the Becoming the One podcast. You can go ahead and, and, and head over to our website, theoneuniversity.com, and just continue to walk with us, you know, through this dating journey, through this wholeness and dating and merry journey, guys. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so continue to follow us. All right. Until next time, keep becoming. Thank you.